York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm talking, talking, I'm talking straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. What's going on? This is Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time show here giving you that Nick's talk just in the nick of time. And the Knicks beat the 76ers 128 to 192. And if you cannot tell, I am hyped because we just beat one of the contenders in the East with our new look team. We are undefeated in 2024. All right, Jalen Brunson gives you 29 points and three rebounds. Quentin Grimes gives you 19 points and eight rebounds. OG gives you 11. Devo gives you 14 points. McBride, McBride, McBride gives you 15 points and four assists off the bench. Josh Hart gives you 10 points and 14 rebounds. And my God, today, I give him the game ball to this man. Hartenstein gives you 17 points and five assists. The Knicks play phenomenal defense, all right? Uh, they, they, they lock down the 76ers. They out-rebound the 76ers. They have them only score 16 points in the fourth quarter. And the Knicks just did what they had to do. They locked it up. They put them in jail. It was Akon City today. They could not do nothing with the Knicks, and they we, we got that W, man. We got the W. We gonna we gonna talk about it all. The good, and that's it. There is no bad. There is no ugly. All right, it's all good. Just a week ago or today, anyway. Maybe he ran just a little bit off today, but it's still good. He's he's allowed to have a bad game today. It's it's cool. It's all right. It's all right. But let's talk about it. All right, and I'm gonna introduce you to my guys. We already have uh, the Latin Assassin, ESPN contributor, Lee Escobedo. Uh, we also have my guy, the stats and the facts, Ryan Gino in the building, holding it down at SNY on the side as well. And D1 baller, ex college baller, Ebony in the building. What's going on, guys? What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Hey, can, can I say jealous? Go ahead. Can I say jealous? Go ahead. I haven't said it in a while. I don't think I've said it all season. We outside. We outside, We outside, damn it. We taking names. We contenders. I don't care what anybody's. We blew out the 76ers. We held those we held them under 100 points, man. A, a team with Embiid and Maxi. Who like who's the best? Like who's the best duo, really? Uh, who's the best duo? Maxi and Embiid or Brunson and Hartenstein. <laughs> 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 Who's the best duo? Stephen A. Stephen A. Talk about, oh, I don't know who Hartenstein. Hartenstein? You know his name now, Stephen A. I know you know his name now, Stephen A. Let, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Lee, I, I want to get your thoughts on today's game. Uh, what do you think about the, the, the win? Big win. Statement win from the Knicks. I've never been a part of a hive. And I've never announced that on KOT show. I said on Twitter, I'm announcing it here. I am the CEO and president of Isaiah Hartenstein Hive. Let's go! Shout out Bernie Lynn, baby. Let's go! <laughs> Woo. Listen, 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 listen. I came with the hot takes today, man. Oh, listen, Lord. Listen. Here we everyone, go. Everyone quiet down. Oh, everyone, man. Quiet down. Here we go. Listen, listen. Now, only a weird contender. If we get either Jordan Carson or Malcolm Brogdon, we are winning the championship. 
this season. Let's go! I'm scared. No. I'm scared. <laughs> Yeah, outside forever. Not there yet. Okay. Let's go. I'm not there yet. I'm there. I'm the first one there, like I always am. I'm the first one there. Whether I'm falling up the ledge or I'm on top of the ledge, I don't know yet. But I'm saying we get a backup point guard at a 15, 17 point per game ratio. Love the numbers, JLS, that you provided about Tyrus Jones and Malcolm Brogdon's fit as catch and shoot guys, as three point shooters. Both those dudes are shooting 41% from three. Both play solid defense. Brogdon has playoff experience. He both have, have averaged around five assists. We did someone like that as an upgrade over McBride without giving up anyone but Fournier and Pitts. We are winning the championship this season. Well, woo, all right, we're going to really, really back. We're gonna wheel it back. We gonna wheel it back. We gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. We gonna we 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 gonna we gonna talk about this game first. We, we gonna talk about why we so hyped about the Hardenstein game today and what he did. I don't know who wants who wants to talk about Hardenstein. Raise your hand if you want to talk about Hardenstein. I, I want to talk about him, but I'm gonna let you. I'm I'm throwing the pass. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep going. Hold go on, ahead. Hold go on, ahead. Hold on. Listen, Mitchell Robinson overall is a better player than Isaiah Hardenstein. Yes, I'm a part of the hive, but. I'm still rational. Under the fire Tibbs die, he's gone. Isaiah Hartenstein, though, is a better fit with the starting unit. Seen Mitchell Robinson for about four, almost five years now as a starter, primarily next to Julius Randle. When Julius Randle has a bad game, that Brunson-Mitchell Robinson pairing looks worse. Whether it is or not, inconsequential, it looks, it appears worse, especially on offense. Isaiah Hartenstein, in my opinion, should be the starter moving forward because of his playmaking, especially out of the high post, and because of his storing, when all the guys are being trapped, he actually has the abil ability to put the ball on the floor and store with his floater. So moving forward, I think Isaiah Hartenstein should be the starter, but Robinson have to come off the bench. I'm not advocating to trade him. I'm not saying Mitchell Robinson is worse. I'm just talking about fit right now, pure fit. I would rather have Grimes in the starting unit, but understand fit-wise, DiVincenzo is the right choice. Isaiah Hartenstein brings so much to the table. We gotta find a way to resign this guy. If that means getting rid of Josh Hart, who I love and had an astronomical plus minus performance of the best of the season, that might have to happen. So we keep Hart. The the ability to have the best center depth in the NBA with Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein is one of our top three advantages, especially going to the playoffs. I love what he does for his team. Love it. Tibbs wants to lean more into his playmaking, and he is an unbelievable player, a, a partner with Jalen Brunson, because he can actually be that secondary playmaker that we've been lacking. Love Isaiah Hartenstein's game. Love how much of a dog he is and how tough he is. He's a pure evolution of his Eurocentric white bids. Coming from the the, the, the Timothy Mostrov to now, man, the game has evolved. And I love he's on the Knicks. He's black. I'm just letting you know. He's seven. Just <laughs> <laughs> letting you know. His daddy's black, all right? His daddy can pull over just like me, all right? I'm just letting you know, right? <laughs> Shout out to Isaiah Hartenstein. I'm, look, listen, man. Tibbs closed his butt off today. There was a there was a point in the fourth quarter where you know Rand Randall was 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 bad today. He actually got benched in the fourth quarter, and we were actually playing through Hartenstein for like a good six minutes in the fourth quarter. It was all pulling and beat out of the paint and back cuts, and we were able to eat just off of that. He's literally being our like a little Draymond Green, where he's like giving Grimes the ball. And he's going off at 18 points, giving McBride the ball on back cuts, giving uh, OG Ananobi a pass. Like, he's been really, really, really good offensively. And 
Dude, do blocks and be this week today. Do blocks and be today, and then block Gobert uh, the game before it. It's like that is crazy. That is that is insane. I, I feel like Ryan wants to go. He's he's. I could tell by the look in his face. <laughs> no, all I'm gonna say is that I am leaning towards what Lee said, saying thinking that Hardison is probably the better fit in the starting lineup, just for the simple fact that. I, I would probably think differently if there was a major drop-off in defense between Mitch and iHeart, but just because the drop-off in defense is not that bad, and then on top of that, he 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 has the passing ability. There was many times in this game where they started trapping Brunson, and then Brunson passed the ball off to iHeart, iHeart was able to find the open guy to get the easy basket, and he had, he had what, five assists in this game? And I think it's just it's just, I think it's his ability his ability offensively with this starting unit I think fits in better. Um, it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna be a competition I think once Mitch gets back healthy between iHeart and Mitch like they're gonna really be battling for that starting spot. I don't think it's just one of those situations where it's like you know what when Mitch comes back. He automatically he automatically gets that starting spot back, starting but spot back. Like, nah, it's gonna definitely be a competition between both of those bigs to see who gets that starting spot. But 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 with the way the Knicks are playing right now with this starting lineup, it's definitely looking like iHeart is the better fit. So you have to give iHeart his props. He played well tonight. Two blocks, five assists, seventeen points. He played his ass off tonight against one of the best bigs in the league, Joel Embiid. Yeah, I'm, I'm not looking too crazy. I'm not looking too crazy anymore. I looked at me crazy a couple of games ago. I already know he's still looking at me crazy. I already know that. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's still looking at me crazy, but at least I, I got two people see it my way. Two other people. All right, I'll take two out of three. Two out of three ain't a bit in the bad percentage. And I, I'm gonna let Ebony talk. I, I already know. She's gonna call. He's gonna curse all of us out. We're, we're nah, haters, and I, we hate I, Mitch. I, and... I'm done. I'm done with the trying to open everybody's eyes. I really am with the Mitch. I'm just gonna continue to let his play talk. So whenever he comes back, we'll we'll see. Um, because I I definitely don't agree. I appreciate what iHeart does, but um, it's been a couple games, and a couple of those games he was Casper. So we, we we pick and choose, and I don't want to bring that up because we just blew it out. But again, slow the whole like whoa, simmer down, <laughs> simmer down. There's a there's a long season. He has to do this consistently. And again, there's been some games where he hasn't been what we just saw today. So I I appreciate I love iHeart's effort. I do, but we it is a long season, and, and that man Mitch was putting in work. So uh, and and we were not. He wasn't getting these type of touches, and when he did, he had averaged some points. I, I I just checked it out, amount of the amount of touches he was getting and shots he was taking. So um yeah, I'm not. I, we we had a good game, and, and iHeart had a good game, and we did, had a good t- defensively team game. They uh made it difficult as a team. You see, even Randall, who was not had a good uh, offensive game, he got his his hands was active today. He yep. got it like a little block steal off and be coming over with the help. So did Grimes. Dante did it a couple times. And and that's what I've been asking for for the whole season. Just, you know, better team defense. Our rotations and things like that have been suspect this season. And uh, to see this game and, and it on point the way we won and how we won, Um, we didn't allow – we allowed, we allowed – we know Embiid is going to be 
MB, we know, you know, but just don't allow everybody else. And the bench did nothing. And I think they only had three people in double figures. So that's that's how you win games. Um, Philly, Philly, I'm not too, too, uh, you know, they got Embiid. But again, if you can, you let Embiid be Embiid and lock everybody else down, they have people that you can pretty much guard, you know. Um, to me, it's, it's, it's Boston because they do it on both ends of the court and they can get multiple efforts from multiple people but but uh but but um Philly and and Milwaukee that's why I was so surprised we lost so many times the way we lost to Milwaukee because they can't guard anybody and it was just more so us beating ourselves because we weren't guarding anybody and we were taking we weren't taking care of our business either with you know taking care of the ball and hitting the three-pointer for some reason we could not hit shots against Milwaukee so um, this is a new age team, and like I mentioned, we undefeated in this this year, and I, I definitely want to see. But I def before I pass it off, I got to shout out shouts out to my guys Grimes and Deuce. Yes. Um, that's why again I'm gonna keep mentioning. Oh, this is the third game, y'all. Let's relax and see what we have before y'all trying to trade everybody. I know people have their own agendas why they want trades. Some people just think it's a better fit. Some people mad that their favorite player is off now. They were everybody free. You know, oh, everybody, <laughs> I already know who you're talking Everybody can go. <laughs> I, my favorite player, here, not here on this team, but everybody can go. I know, I understand, I get it. Uh, but um, we gotta let's let's chill and see what we have. Again, free is me. So if uh, my biggest problem with Deuce and I mentioned it in my pregame space is his offense, and today he showed he can do a little something with that shot. So if he can continue, do we need a trade from that point guard aspect? And uh, with Grimes, you've seen what happens when he's no hesitation and maybe when he's aggressive, a little bit, you know, more touches within the game. So let, let's let's see, you know. Yeah. Um, I'm with seeing a couple games a, a week or so, right, before Dante's really – I mean, was it DeJounte everybody wants, right? Murray's available? Uh, well, I guess I think our pod might be one of the few who's not into DeJounte at this point. Be more into a backup. But um, you 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 I, meant- wait, I, wait 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 I, I support Dejounte on the okay team. okay well one out of three so, so, so I'm well, a one man band I think I'm Lee might band. be on the fence I'm leaning I, more towards no um I'm forward I prefer a backup point guard but I prefer I a backup point guard nah do deuce her deuce her mad bad Dante was playing today and he said <laughs> he said no 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 mad bad. Talk yeah. about uh Malachi Flint. Yeah. But Malachi Flint, he said, you not get my minutes, sir. Warrior. I'm sorry. Yeah, Malachi <laughs> Flint is crazy. Uh <laughs> yo, you you touched on a lot. You touched on a lot though. I want I want to get to everything you touched on. So you talked about the defense. You talked about Grimes. You talked about McBride. I want to dive into all of those things separately. And I, I first I want to talk about the defense. And when you talk about the defense. You have to start. Well, you can start with Hartenstein's defense on 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 Joel Embiid was phenomenal. Um, DiVincenzo did a great job helping out um, defensively. The team defense was phenomenal. OG Ananobi's defense on Maxi was great. It's it's interesting because. Watch yo, watch OG Ananobi defend for like, and just watch him. It's freaking poetry though. This dude navigates screens better than anybody I've ever seen. He he reminds me, like he 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 he. 
I've seen this guy get screened twice and dodge both screens and still stay attached and deny and deny Maxi the ball. Cause it's it's funny when you see well how it's funny when you start to match up players with one another and go, wait a minute, how much points did Maxi score? He scored this many points. It's like, well, how much did he score when OG was on him? Or or just Maxi wasn't even able to get the ball for long stretches because OG was on him. And if you're not really paying attention, you kind of miss that. And the same thing with DeMar DeRozan. There was stretch DeMar DeRozan scored with the Bulls, but when OG was on him, he wasn't even able to get the ball. OG's this weird, perfect NBA 2K defensive play where he's long, strong enough to hold his ground against centers, quick enough to guard point guards, and he's intelligent enough to know when to help, when not to help, how to hedge, how to get back to his man. He plays he plays perfect defense and is the perfect size to play defense the way he is. It's amazing watching him play defense. And he's like a plus. He didn't even score today. Harley, um, he was forced to kind of make more reads because of the way the 76ers were defending uh, the Knicks, where they were ball denying Brunson and Randall. So you start to see him trying to create, and it was, it was a little bit shaky at points. But the defense, at the end of the day, his defense, Hartenstein's defense, and the team defense really stood out today. Really stood out. Um. So I, I want to start. I don't know if you guys have anything to say about that, or you. I can move on to something else. <laughs> no, cool. Um, nah, yeah, definitely. What you were saying about the team defense, uh, I noticed that everybody's on point. It wasn't a one-on-one job. They didn't leave anybody out on the island. Everybody was attentive. Uh, you know, in 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 their lanes, waiting for whatever. Whatever they were ready for, whatever. And um. I loved our defensive intensity. Like everybody, everybody. Um, even when the offense didn't, you know, in the beginning it was a lot of one on one. It seemed like the defense picked up and it was able to spark a little bit. Where we was able to get, I think, like Randall, his first bucket was like a transition basket. So that can help just get the defense help us get easier buckets. Yeah. The defense. Had, go ahead, go ahead, Lee. There was a lineup in the second quarter that was precious. OG, Josh Hart, and I think it was Brunson and maybe DiVincenzo. I can't remember, but it didn't matter who was in the backcourt. Those three, Hart, Precious, and OG, man, playing the passing lanes, switching on defense, their ability to run in transition. I was like, I've never really seen a Nick team like this before. Maybe that team that had Stoudemire uh, in, in, in 2010 or before that with Gallo and David Lee. Like, I just love the ability, the athleticism, and the long, stretchy uh, dynamics of those players. I, I was watching. I was like, man, like – not a half court plotting low pace team, like that team is getting up and down the floor and defending at a high level. It's beautiful to watch. There's a lot of combinations with this team that's crazy. Like when McBride was on there with OG and, and Josh Hart, when Grimes is out there with OG and and, and Josh Hart and Hartenstein, there we have a lot of guys who are high level to defenders, high level to defenders to to like mid-level defenders but high effort you know it's like a, a lot of mix of those type of guys and we're going to give team fits i don't know what our defensive rating is going to be in like a month but if it, if it looks like anything like tonight it's going to be top five in the league I, I i'm not even gonna hold you i'm not even gonna hold you uh and speaking of defense miles mcbride hawking people 
not letting them get the ball in bounds has been amazing defensively. He's always been amazing defensively. He did a great job on Maxi the time he's been in the game. Uh, made it things really difficult for him. He's been silently shooting very well from three-point line this season. He's just not getting the, the reps. Uh, hit the corner three at a high clip. Outplayed the whole 76ers bench by himself. By himself. Patrick Beverly, you got to go on your podcast and talk about how Mike, how Miles McBride cooked you. I know you're not, but you need to go. You need to go on. You need to go on your own pod and let the people know. You know what? Uh, he cooked me, and I deserve. Like Miles McBride uh, cooked you, man. You know, matter matter of fact, you know you got you kind of you kind of give a got you kind of got to give a shout out to Pat Beverly because he did make a comment on. I'm not. I don't think. I don't know if it was his podcast or he, or he was on another podcast, but they asked him about the OG trade. From Toronto to the Knicks and seeing how OG is going to help the Knicks, he was basically saying that he thinks that the fact that he's playing with two dogs, because he called Jalen Brunson a dog, he called Julius Randle a dog, saying that the fact that OG is playing with two dogs here in New York, that's going to help him further, and it just makes you think about it. It's like if OG is already great defensively as it is, and he's going to play with a gritty team like the Knicks, where it's like you know the Knicks team got some dogs on that team. Can you imagine how OG how OG is going to develop? In a few years, playing yeah. with guys who got that toughness, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be major. But Absolutely. McBride, but McBride tonight, he was the catalyst for the Knicks that led the Knicks to blow out the Sixers because in the first quarter, Knicks were struggling. Mm -hmm. And once he caught, and once he came into the game, I think he hit three. I think he hit three threes in that in like towards the end of that first quarter. I think he had four threes in seven minutes in the second quarter, and the Knicks scored, I believe, forty one points in the second quarter. Yeah, but but basically the game was close, and then once he came into the game, and started knocking in threes. That pretty much gave the Knicks the momentum that they needed to increase the lead and eventually just blow the Sixers out the water. And we've and since the OG trade, we've always talked about okay, the Knicks need a backup point guard. You know what move we're gonna make for the Knicks to get that backup point guard? And if McBride can play like this, it's worth a look from the Knicks because the Knicks have a about a month to go to that trade deadline. If McBride can continue to put in performances like this. I'm not saying that the Knicks should stay intact because I still think the Knicks are one move away from becoming a legit championship team. But I do think that McBride does have a month to make a case for himself to be like, you know what? You don't need another backup point guard. I'm that guy yeah. that's going to provide that scoring off the bench that you need to get the, this team to the next level. So, But McBride was impressive tonight, defensively and offensively. I, I disagree. I understand what Ryan's saying, and I, I think it kind of parlays into what Ebony preaches, which is free as me. Like, why spend capital if you can build it in-house? I get that. But McBride has a potential to be – he already is a great defender. Potential to be a very good three-point shooter. He's just not the playmaker. And I think it's very important that backup PG has playmaker in their cachet, the same way Emmanuel Quickly did. That's how you really replace Quickly. Yeah, you can guard the point of attack. Yes, you can hit that clutch three. But can you playmate and make the guys around you better? And those guys on the bench, Grimes and, and DiVincenzo, they need that. They need to have their offense initiated. You've got to have playmaking. I don't think playmaking is in McBride's bag, even at peak McBride. That's why I'm really advocating for that Brogdon, Clarkson, or Tyus Jones trade. And I, I agree, Lee. I agree, Lee. Don't get me wrong. Like, I do think the Knicks need a playmaker. I do think the Knicks, Knicks do need to make that one move. I'm just trying to be fair to McBride because he had a good performance tonight. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe the Knicks don't need to be in a rush to make that trade before the tra trade deadline. 
at least give McBride a, at least give McBride a chance to see what he can do. And then if you don't think that he's impressive enough and the Knicks need to make that next move, then he made that next move. That's all I'm really trying to say. Okay. Now, I agree. I agree, Lee. But I think that's what the Knicks are thinking anyway. To me, when they gave him the extension, it signaled, hey, we have some trust in you and we're going to give you some time. And I think they will make the move. And this, I feel like this is like a little trial period. But I, you're absolutely right, Lee. I was thinking the same thing because the way McBride scored today was kind of like sitting in the corner and being off ball, kind of like, you know, old school Robert Ory type of role, uh, role with the Lakers. Um, but uh, what we really need from that point guard spot is somebody who can play make. Now, you know, in that second half, they knew the scouting report was updated. It was like, oh, we can't let him shoot threes. So they was throwing, they was running him off the three point line, and then he got a little bit frazzled in the second sure. half, and he didn't really score. Um, but you know, it's hey, the first step is to hit the open shot. That you got that down. Next step is to learn how to play off of your gravity. Now that you're a three point threat, and you're starting to be on the scouting report and start to make plays for others, because you can make plays for others if you become that three point sniper. And start to break down defense and get assists that way if that is your game. So uh I I'm happy for Deuce McBride. Now it's time to make that next step in your maturation process and start to play make and do it something else besides that corner three. But great game for Deuce McBride. The defense was there, the yes. three-point shooting was there. Let, let, let's grow this young man. Let's grow this young man. Let, let, let's be like old school Toronto, where we, we get in these guys in the 58th pick in the in the second round, and nobody's thinking about them and developing them and and do something with them. You know what I mean? That would be great. I, for Deuce. I I like I love Deuce because he plays my favorite side of the basketball court. So um, definitely he always with his little bit of, you know a minutes he always t- seems to make an impact some way. Um, so to see him get some shots up, I was like okay, and then it kind of seemed like he didn't play. I don't think he played in the second quarter at all, though, did he? Um, the second quarter. No, he played the second quarter. He played the second quarter. Uh, end of the third, beginning of the fourth. Oh, okay, because it didn't it didn't see like it was he sat for a very long time after those four three pointers because I know Brunson had went off. Yeah, but uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm just hope that it, it gives him some confidence. He could he can build on this. I was saying that I think I think he can do it. Um, when you don't have a handle, you have lack of creativity. You just got to add more movement and more picks and things of that nature, which I seen. I think we saw with that second unit, the ball did not stop moving. And that's hard to guard no matter who's on the court. You get what I'm saying? Especially mm-hmm. if you're hitting a shot when you're open. Then it's really hard to guard. It doesn't then that handle not having a handle or getting to a bucket is not as important because they're so tight on you that you can easily right. you get what I'm saying. You, yeah, you know, I get what you're saying. And, and that's where Hartenstein up. came in too because Hartenstein he came in at the end of that third quarter and he was able to have Deuce kind of be off ball. Like one of the plays of the game was when Deuce was cutting off ball. Hartenstein gave it to Deuce. Then uh, MB went to help. And then Deuce passed it back to Hartenstein for the dunk. You know, so. Yeah. Um, and and Hart, Hart also does a, a decent job of finding people and uh, pushing and trying to get people easy buckets. So, you know, we, again, we, we can't focus. I, I don't think we have a team where we should focus solely on just one person. Um, we have to do it really as a team, and and you see when it does, it's easy peasy for it's easy work when you do it. Forty five points from your bench, and you didn't even need anything. You got eight points from Julius Randle. If we yeah. said we won by thirty, and Julius had scored eight points, you'd you'd have said, what, "What are you What are you drinking?" Yeah, 
Nah, I agree. I agree because <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. I was nervous to start the game, but I, I give the the first half to me belonged to three people. The first half to me belonged to Brunson, DiVincenzo, and McBride. Like to me, at least offensively, anyway. At least defensively, defensively. The team was the team. The, the team defensively was just good from one to fifteen. I got I got to put my emergency exit up there for that first half. I'm sorry, uh, Josh Hart. Had, he was a, a big part of that push too, on both sides. I think on the first in that first half, um, not only with his rebounding, but he had hit a couple shots. Uh, one was the buzzer again, being emergency exit. One was for the buzzer for, I think it was the first quarter to send us to the second. And the other one was a TB, the shot clock violation. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think I think he did a pretty good job offensively, too. That first, it seemed like he was everywhere, basically, on both sides to me in that, in that, fir- that first half. Now, Josh Hart so did a thing. Josh Hart, of course, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said, I, I'm, I would add him on the list, too. Josh Hart. Okay, when I say that, I'm, when I'm talking about scoring specifically, Josh Hart is Mr. Intangible. He had 15 rebounds. He pushed the pace. He was plus 46. All of all the small things you can't really quantify in a game, Josh Hart did. And that's why I feel like a lot of fans kind of underrate him because he's not scoring a lot of points. But he was a big reason why we won today. He filled in for DiVincenzo where he wasn't able to play. And even though he wasn't hitting shots, really, when DiVincenzo was out he was still able to grab really tough rebounds to start us in transition so we affected the game another way but he was four for seven that's not bad yeah yeah four he for seven is bad yeah, yeah. He, he just couldn't hit a three-pointer but he's four for seven right right but like 15 rebounds from your six four guard is another level right. hey jay what's up i want to say bro we got 107 people 109 people in the chat let's right go now. I want to say something. I've noticed the views don't have gone up, both on the playback and in the live. When Ebony joined the show, it is guaranteed she has brought an audience to us, and she has inspired people to start watching us and choose us over the other shows that are going on at the same time. Shout out Ebony, absolute rookie of the year. Let's go! Don't put that pressure on me. Don't put that pressure yo, on yo. me. Yo, yo, baby, yo, basically, Ebony's our OG right now. She's our That's OG. That's a fact. That's a fact. Absolutely. Well said. Nah, I appreciate it, though. I appreciate the love from everybody. Definitely. Exactly. Love talking basketball with you guys. Absolutely. Love talking basketball with you, too. But, I mean, let me get back to, the, let me get back to what, what I noticed in the first quarter. Like, I felt like... DiVincenzo was keeping us in the game with his moving three-point shooting, which is which is why when every time yo, every time I see DiVincenzo catch a ball from like 20 feet behind the three-point line and bail and bail us out with a quick three when the defense is all over us, I keep thinking, man, do I want to move that to the bench? This is this he's perfect for us in the starting lineup. I I like him in the starting lineup. Like, I I don't know. I want to keep that, I want to keep that going. So if it wasn't for trial Trump, we probably would have done that a lot more. But I like that. But also, I want to big up Jalen Brunson because I think the scouting report on Jalen Brunson now is just to beat him up. <laughs> I really do. I think the scouting report on Jalen Brunson is beat him up, but do it like old school Kevin Garnett way, 
where you like grab his arm, elbow him, but do it in a way where the refs can't see it. So you get away. So you wear him down over time. And then he gets frustrated and then he's not coming back on defense. Like, I feel like that's a scouting report. It's the clinching method. Like you try, you got to when, when, when people are like Jalen Brunson, you have to try anything and they will try anything. So first it becomes a junk talk. They'll try. Once they see that that doesn't work, then they start beating up on you. But once they see that doesn't work, then they just try to figure maybe we could wear on you. So you know how a boxer in a fight, yeah, he'll clinch yeah. when when he maybe feeling the person too powerful or fast, he start clinching. You know, I'll wear you down eventually, and that's what I think they hope to do with Jalen Brunson. Like eventually, this will take his toll and it maybe slow him down towards the end of the game. You know, right? And you know, you got to try anything when when you're that type of player. You know, only you really can stop you. So if I can get into your head a little bit, I did my job <laughs> because your Batum. Okay, Batum, if you watch the game, Batum was following Jalen Brunson from the bathroom to the court. <laughs> he was. That's what, that's what you're supposed to do. If he go tie his shoe, you go tie your shoe with him. Yo, Y'all go tie his shoes together. I've never <laughs> seen you do. Man, why on I never seen nobody guard Brunson the way he was guarding Brunson in the first half. I was like, man, he wasn't even like, trying to let him get the ball to the point where it. it like the passing angle was just weird for passes. Like getting little shots off was weird. It, they was trying to screen him. He was fighting over screens, mm-hmm. and then he just went off. He just went to the step back three, and then he just started cooking him. Seventeen points in the second quarter. But I think that's what physical play does for him. It it makes him mad now because he start talking junk. He stepped back and he looking at Maxi now. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, now, exactly. Gave him a little chip, chip on the on the shoulder. So I I said, go ahead, and keep doing that. Go ahead, go give him give him extra motivation. Whatever. Nah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. You want to say something, Ryan? Yeah, I was just gonna say one thing right quick. Uh, I think people need to stop putting respect on Brunson's name because. I know there was a whole thing on social media when Becky Hammond made those comments, but this is why Brunson is a 1A player because it doesn't matter who you put on Brunson because there was because it was damn Nicholas Batum. Yeah. Brunson, dude's like 6'8". Six, six, eight. Eight. It, 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 it doesn't matter who you put on Brunson. Brunson's still getting buckets. It doesn't what, matter. And that's, that's, right. what, and, and that's what you call a true 1A player right there, a guy that it don't matter who you put on him, he's getting buckets straight. Right. Didn't he have that play where he went straight at Embiid? And I think it was Batuna or Harris mm-hmm. who fouled him. It was like two on one when he got the end one. Mm-hmm. Remember, he? Uh, I was I was surprised he got that shot off. Me too. Like, <laughs> off? Me too. He tried to throw right over Embiid. I was like, and he made it. I was like, okay. Oh, one A, one A teams over here. I see you, Brunson. <laughs> the not one A just beat a one A supposedly who never been anywhere though. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Who is fact, the better one to brunch? Brunson, yeah, Hartenstein, or Maxi right? <laughs> and Embiid? I don't know. <laughs> a shout to Randall. I'm not trying to disrespect you. I just got an off game. You'll be back. You'll be back next game, Randall. You'll be back next game. <laughs> oh, yeah. Facts. Two Knicks chicks. Shout out to two Knicks chicks. He said, don't forget to vote. Yes, please. Because, yeah. uh, yeah, Randall is not top 10, even though he ain't do himself any favors today, but he's not top 10. Yeah. He's not top 10. Oh, my God. And Brunson's number six in the votes. That can't be. So, yeah, let's let's vote, people, please. Yeah, man. Randall, right. cho- Randall not playing offensively well on national TV. Not a good look for his his, his all-star voting. So, we're going to have to vote doubly. 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My first bro pick is to the fans. All right. I'm sorry. Bruh. I'm doing bro picks early. There is no way in hell Kyle Kuzma should be beating Julius Randle in all-star voting. No way in okay. here. I know, I, I know some of you guys might like the way he wears pink sweaters and everything, but <laughs> Julius Randle is a better basketball player than Kyle Kuzma. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bare minimum. Get back to basketball. Back to basketball. I don't know. I, I'm convinced. I know that they have these things, the bots. You could buy bots to be views and stuff like that. So could you buy bots to, to get votes? Is that possible? We need to start looking into stuff like that, too. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Because I, I, I heard, it. yeah, like in streaming, a lot of the higher, like, big, big, um, then you'd be like, hi, who's watching that? A lot of times, nobody is bots. <laughs> that's, that's a fact. If you, if you want to vote, shoot, we need to put the vote. We need to put the vote in the chat. But it's definitely okay. in the community. It's definitely in the community tab in the KO, on the KOT YouTube and is on the Twitter as well. I have a link to vote. Votes count three times a day. You might want to vote before midnight. I don't know. <laughs> you might want to vote before midnight. But definitely vote our guys in there because they definitely deserve it. All right. Um, and I also want to give I want to give some props to Grimes too. I gotta give some props to Grimes too. Because Quentin Grimes has been getting some disrespect. And I we need some respect on his name. He he's he he's still a young guy, he's still on the rookie contract. There was a time in the fourth quarter where we was figure, trying to figure out where the scoring is gonna come from. And Quentin Grimes answered the bell. I had, I think, we had like three. He had seventeen points in the fourth quarter alone, but like three threes and ones. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All that. We even saw Quentin Grimes run off a screen. Right, <laughs> 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 your typical coach today, man. You can't Thank tell you typical coach of the today. Thank you. Thank. Appreciate you. Can't, appreciate it. Can't tell me Thank this you. was a coach today. Can we continue that? More of it, please. Please. Hartenstein running the offense in the fourth quarter and Quentin Grimes running off the screens. You can't tell me this was a coach today, man. And he sat Julius. And okay, he sat accountability. I, I, I bang with that. I can rock with that. But every time I say I can rock with that, Tim, show me why I can't rock with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared now. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you 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 know you know what the deal is? It's because it's because of the trade. That's why. Because they brought an OG and, and Tips is like, you know what? This is one of the guys that I wanted in the squad. So Tips like, you know what? You got me one of my guys. So the coaching is gonna turn up now. Now I'm gonna really start coaching. That's what Tips is on. That's I right. So. I don't care. I don't care what did it. Just do it. Cause you my you the coach of my team. I can't like. I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you stuck. You stuck. That's fine. I like be. I'm fine being stuck with at least a, a good coach. And, and see what we got. We got the pieces we want now. I actually like a lot of the pieces we have. I feel really good about this. This is the best I felt about this team ever since we started doing KOT. <laughs> like straight up. We've been doing this show since 20, 2016. Not this version. We started it on SoundCloud for a while. We had a whole different crew. Shout out to Edson Sean. In, in the garage. In the garage. Shout out to the originators. Kathy kind of looked like she probably related to you. I mean, I'm not even gonna hold you. I kind of look like cousins. <laughs> <laughs>
Then went on to YouTube, and that was a whole new crew, and we started to see the Knicks win, and looking more and more like contenders every every, every day. It's it's a good time to be a Knicks fan. It's a good time to be hey, a Knicks man. fan. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's the next game? I think tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah, next game is tomorrow. Next okay. game is tomorrow. Um, Easy dub. Easy dub? Oh, it's Wizards, then Portland. Wizards. Easy dub. Wizards in Portland? Yeah, tomorrow's Wizards, yeah. You know what? No, we will tomorrow. We're going to hold the... We'll have our conversation about backup point guards tomorrow. We'll, have, we'll hold that for tomorrow. This is the, It's going to be a Wizards game. I, I feel like I already know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, you, you, already, you already know who I want. As free as me. You want free, free? I know you want me free. You want bargain bin prices free ninety nine. I know what you. <laughs> you got you got the big chips already. Why are you gonna go get something else and, and screw it up? Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm cool with Malcolm Brogdon for. I'm yo. Well, we gonna we gonna what's we gonna what we gonna do tomorrow though? Said, yeah, we gonna go. We gonna deep dive into those guys. We gonna deep. Oh. We gonna talk about the good, the bad. I'm I, I'm gonna do my. You know, I'm gonna have you with the stats. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Also. Also, Monday, 12 noon, we got Mike Scott coming. 12 noon, we got Mike Scott. So, okay. yeah, I don't know. I know, I know, I know Ryan and Lee aren't, aren't available. Ebony, if you're available, let me know. Okay. But uh, we got Mike Scott, so we're going to talk about trade, trade rumors with him. Uh, NBA insider for Hoops Hype, very knowledgeable. Should be a great conversation. Should shout out to Mike. Can't wait to have you him on here. So stay tuned for that. All right. Cool. Let's get it. Shout out to the, we gonna shout out to the chat and then we gonna get to the Udemy picks. All right. Unless you guys have something else to say. Hold on. Let me see. I feel like I did have something else to say. And I can't remember. Oh, I got your notes. Well, let me, you don't look at your notes. Yeah, nah. Just so I don't forget what I want to say to y'all. I hear you. I hear you. Oh, seven. Did, did we mention about the seven people in double digits? Did we talk about? No, we like, did not that's, talk that's, about that's seven. Big. That's pretty big. That's sharing the ball. What's the assist numbers today? What's the assist oh, numbers? I today? think it was twenty-seven. <clears throat> Not bad. Twenty-seven. I looked. Not bad. We had twenty-nine the other day. Twenty-seven we got, today. We had twenty-seven today. Twenty-seven. We had thirty-three fast break points. What? Yeah. That's forcing those turnovers. Forcing those turnovers. Yeah. And then we didn't allow them to get too much in the uh, transition. They had 16, you know, 33 to 16. And we held them to, I think, from 20, I think 26% from three. I'm going off memory, though. Yep. Yeah, 26% from three, 40% from the field, under 100 points. And we, and the 76ers have our top two defense, and we had 75 points at halftime. Yeah, Season first. high. Season, Season high, high and 128 points and to end the game. game. So we gave we gave the top defense 128 points and held them to under 100 points. If that's not a statement win, I don't know what it is. Philly's number one in net rating. They're number two, I think, in defense. And they're like definitely top ten in offense. I think even top five in offense as well. So holding a top five offensive team to 92 points. And speak speaking of one A too, while we uh, before we close out uh I just seen, I think it was Nick Muse or one of the uh, New York basketball pages put that um, Brunson's top five 
in scoring. Like, in oh, general. in 2024, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's 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 crazy. Oh, total I points in general. Yeah, 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 yeah total, total points, points yeah. in general. He's he's number five, exactly. But when you think about it, because everybody else that's on that lead list is MVP candidates. Listen. You know what it is? <laughs> he started, you know what it is? Like he started slow. He started slow. But it's kind of like last season. Last season, once Brunson hit January, like check his stats from for Brunson from January on. He was averaging 27 points a game from January till April. And then gave the Heat 30. Average 30 against the Heat, one of the top defenses in the league. So I already knew when everybody was worried about him not scoring and all this stuff. I was like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, it's no calls today, right? You said. Yo, there's no calls. I'm sorry. There's no calls today, Fritz. I'm sorry. My my laptop is down today, but it'll, it'll be back up tomorrow when I get my my uh my charger. I am not one to criticize guys once they're traded or be leaving free agency. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be my try my best to not be offensive. But damn, the spacing has improved so much with R.J. Barrett not out there and O.G. in there instead. It's not knocking his character. I'm not saying anything about who he is as a person. This is a basketball player. The spacing has improved dramatically, and the ball is moving much more now that he and I.Q. aren't there. Both of them, and this is not necessarily a bad thing, more so with I.Q. not a bad thing. But when they got the ball, they looked to create their own shot. Yeah. If it was there, they would either force it, R.J. especially, or IQ, he would maybe do some playmaking, or he would do another move, you know, a a, a different counter to get open and then try to get a shot. Now you have a lot of guys who that's not the way they think. They're outside of Randall and Brunson, they're a bunch of playmakers. And you're seeing it from the one through five position. Everyone is passing a rock. And that trade has done so much for the continuity and chemistry of our roster as it has for just overall scale on a defensive end. It's been incredible. Yeah. Now I agree that spacing. I remember having debates with different people who were like, OG only scores 15 points a game. We're losing, we're losing 20 points per game in the start line. How are we going to make it up? Well, you make it up because now that you have extra spacing, one, Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson will be able to score more efficiently with less effort uh, across the, uh, uh, from, from that's why, that's how you have 30 point, two players having 30 point games um, versus the Bulls. And I feel like the assist will go up as well. Um, today, Julius Randle had a bad game, but like even the passing lanes are are wider. So when people are cutting, there's more room to operate and finish at the uh, finish at the rim. So uh, it's you don't we kind of make it up by committee be, because the extra spacing is just going to allow us to do different things. And yeah. today, today the defense was today was was a whole day was just amazing. Go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I just want to add one thing right quick because I, I've had conversations with a lot of Knicks fans over the trade, and you know, and, and I think a lot of people what they fail to realize is that okay, you know, sometimes they just look at the player itself and be like, you know what, RJ Barrett can do this, that, and that. OG can only do this and this. So that means RJ Barrett's a better player. So why are we trading away a better player for a player who's not as good? And I think sometimes people fail to realize fit. Yeah. within a team they just look at the player itself and be like you know what this player is so great this player is so good and we're bringing in a player that's not as good you know that's a bad trade of blah 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 but they fail to realize that that player we're bringing in is a better fit with the starting lineup than the players that we you know traded out to the team and sometimes it's not all about getting the big score because the knicks already got jalen brunson the knicks already got 
Julius Randle. Those guys can drop buckets at will. Yeah. All the Knicks really need is guys that fit into the starting lineup with those guys. And now you you add a guy to OG Adenobi where not only can he knock down the three because look because the way the Knicks run their offense, the corner three is very important. And yeah, and RJ Barrett was in that position. RJ Barrett can't knock in the corner threes like that. He misses the he he's not a good three-point shooter. Now you bring in a guy who can knock in the three-point shot. And on top of that, he's a better defender than RJ Barrett. He improves the team defense tremendously. Tremendously. So not so not all the time it's and not all the time it's about bringing in the better player. Sometimes it's all about fit. Sometimes if the fit is right, that can that could propel a team to the next level. Hey Jay, clip that, record it, put it on YouTube. Facts. I, I always right there. Boom. I, yeah, I, I always tell people you can't just because one person is, is good on another team doesn't mean that they're going to be good on ours. Like uh, you see the the, the Jordan pools, you you see it. It's, it's the, just because you could put the ball in the hoop for one team doesn't mean you, you could do it in another system. That's not so you got to be careful with, with, with players you put around who you have. Um, You just that you just. You have to. Um, you we always I always make fun of Josh Hart as being an emergency exit, but now we got better emergency exits. You know, so when they do need bailout, which they do happen to do all the time, that they have an OG who's more efficient on on that you know in that nature. And it's just that you know I get it that we weren't going to be able to pay quickly. It, it, that's a big that was a big you know spark off our bench and, and big a big impact for our team and our identity that was something we took pride in is that we did have that coming off the bench so you know to replace that that in the fandom that you get you get him saying uh being a draft pick and getting to see him grow and everything we asked him to do he did so I can understand people's yeah. feelings to, to towards the players that are there but it is a better fit as a Ryan was saying it definitely it was a better fit. Um, we have somebody because we have ball dominant players, so you don't need anybody else that needs the ball in their hand in that starting unit. Just somebody that can catch when they're open and hit the the shot and defend because our two stars they're not that that good on that end. So you need somebody to help them out, and and they they picked the perfect person because OG could guard two two for one in one possession. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, they they definitely got it plugged a, a crazy hole that a floor that we needed, and it, it it allows now it allows Julius to really be comfortable in his game and and not have to try to be do something or be something he's not he's not. Everybody drop hashtag R O T Y rookie of the year in the chat right now. <laughs> I want to see it. Drop that rookie of the, of the year in the chat. Let's go. Man, man, yeah, I'm I'm waiting to see. I'm waiting to see OG's role moving forward because they starting to kind of they starting to throw in a little bit of RJ set and see what he does with it. I'm not sure if you guys noticed that. Like they're starting to they're starting to feed him a couple like dribble handoffs going to the hole and they start to have him create a little more because you know first first quarter they were shutting off Randall, they were shutting off Brunson. He had no choice. <laughs> like he had no choice. He was like, I gotta try to do something. And then I felt like they were trying to play through him a little bit more with the second unit. So this is gonna be like, this is gonna be the next phase of what he can do. Uh, Toronto fans will say he has problems dribbling 
uh, you know, putting three more than three dribbles together. But I've also seen him, seen people say that his drives have improved. So uh, straight line drives should be good for him. He's been able to finish well this season as well. He's been finishing well at the rim. So um, that's going to be the next step. And if he starts to be able to be that type of playmaker, that would be great for us because we'll have the defense and we'll have the playmaking. And it'll be it'll be it'll be a great look for the Knicks, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. All right. So I definitely I definitely I'm gonna keep my eye. I told y'all what I'm keeping my eye out on. Cause uh he showed he showed a little little it was a little skeptical, but he did do one little drive, but it was nothing. They didn't cut him off. So like you said, it was a line drive. He ain't have to change directions or anything of that nature to pull off. Yeah. So I didn't get to see, but I need to see what that mid-range game uh pull up area uh his shot create him for himself. His mid range is okay. Like. like I saw the stats. His his mid range is okay. Um, he just he just can't do. He he got to keep it simple. You know that's, yeah, that's what it I, is. I see, with him. I see that, and that's cool because again we have ball dominant stars, so he doesn't need to do too much that right now. Yeah. Once, um, maybe in the playoffs, who knows when the the the, the court gets a little bit uh smaller. I think he's him being in that corner help. It'd be a lot bigger though for this playoffs. To mm -hmm. be honest, him and Dante helped that. Yeah. Uh, if we had them with Miami, we might be talking about what it looked like us playing against Denver. And we took Denver. We took Denver in the series, the season series. I ain't saying nothing. You know, we did. You we did. We showed sure did. We showed sure did. <laughs> we took them last year. We showed sure did. Mitch kind of was, so was ran gonna, down on them. On, on. Yeah, we're not going to revisit history. But what if, right? Only, we'll only if we'll we see. had them last year. We'll see. <laughs> we going to see. All right. But yo, good chat, yo. It was a lot. Let me get these super chats because I see y'all y'all donating. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. Alexander says a $5 super chat. It says, our ceiling is now feeling like the floor. Things that make you go, hmm. Ceiling is feeling like the floor. I kind of like that. I kind of like, yeah, that ceiling is kind of yeah. feeling like the floor. I feel like expectations for us are growing game by game. That's for sure. Uh up. Uh 499 some chat from two Nick Chicks is great content. Keep it coming, Nick's all day. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. I mean, bringing the, the ladies over here. I, I like that. We got I think we got a total of seven ladies now who joined the KO who, who watch KOT. We got two Nick Chicks. My stepmom is one of them. You got your stepmom. Oh, okay. My mama being here too. I feel you, Lee. <laughs> it's like two Nick chicks. <laughs> and we got Glamour, we got Pamela, we got we, we got mom, stepmoms. Yeah, we grow, we out here, we out here, all right. <laughs> I'm gonna check them, I'm gonna check the demo stats tomorrow. <laughs> it's, it's somebody else said, there's another super chat. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm trying to, it's up above. Can you find me earlier see. in the chat? Oh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Then we got Silk Newton sends a 499 super chat. Says new hashtag, hashtag that dude Hartenstein. Yeah, Hartenstein was a beast today. Yes. Yo. T-shirts coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yeah, man. I got some too. Watch. I'm going to laugh because you already know. You already know who on it. <laughs> man, I'm scared. Yo, I've been scared to make uh, I've been scared to make shirts based on players 
because you you just, you just never know. Man. You spend all this time mm-hmm. designing the shirt and then they get traded, and it's just. <laughs> I, 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 heard, I, I don't know how her, uh, how true it is, but if you do like a collage or if it's art, then you good. I guess because when I saw I saw a t shirt, it was nice. It's like, oh, look at that collage of all the players that's gonna be here, that's here this year. I'm just like, that shirt is not gonna is that shirt is not gonna age well in like two weeks. After <laughs> <laughs> that, gonna be gone. If if it's your art, if you you alter it or some some of that nature, like you draw it or digitally draw it like that, then you should be in the clear because it's it's your work. Oh no, no, I feel you. Like I don't know, we know Ebony. Like I I I draw. Nah, nah, I know, I know. That's that's the only way they they allow stuff like that. Yeah, I, I believe that they won't come back saying give not uh deceased. You know. Yeah, give yeah. My monies. Now shout <laughs> shout shout out to the people. Like shout out to uh Gamer Channel. Actually, he bought a, like he bought a Mitch a Mitch shirt. I drew like a Mitch shirt from back in the day. You know, he has one. And I had a RJ. I don't think I drew a RJ. I just had a. There's been a few. There's been a few. But after after like. Kevin Nas, Scott Trey, I was like, I ain't drawing. <laughs> he said, I ain't drawing. <laughs> he said, I'm not I, I, investing my art into this team. <laughs> <laughs> Just be traded next week. I, I think I think you'll be safe. I think you'll be safe for the Jalen Brunson shirt, though. I, I think, think so, man. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. You'll be safe for the Jalen Brunson and the shirt. Tibbs. <laughs> and the Tibbs, for real. I don't know. I'm starting to think he got a list out. Yo, he got some dirt on the front office. Nah, yo, 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 just put Brunson and Tibbs on the shirt together. You'll be safe. Be yo, or, no, man, I can't wear that shirt, Jay. I can't wear. That you can, shirt. yo, Ebony. I'll give. I'll, can I give? I'll give you the shirt, Ebony. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to support you another way. <laughs> Yo, nah, I had a fight. I had a Fizdale shirt. That it was fire. <laughs> that shirt is worthless. Oh, now. Like 19 games. It's it's fire. It said take that for that on the back. It was a draw with him and his glasses and everything. Oh, that shirt is worthless. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking a man you moody ain't had another level. Oh my it god. Smells so gullible. <laughs> I'm so mad. Uh we got KOT snapbacks, so we got that. We got TLT snapbacks. <laughs> KOT virus is coming. KOT virus is coming. Oh, the KO yeah. Tib show. That's oh, funny. Man. Alexander called us the KO Tib show. The KO Tib show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yo, uh, I can't be part of that show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't either. <laughs> That's too, too far. far. That's too far, Alex. You, you've gone too far. Too far, Alex. <laughs> How dare you? Lucky you a mod, sorry, sir. Yo, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry to break it to y'all. With the way the Knicks going right now, this is going to be here for the next 10 years. I'm sorry. That's the fact. This is going to be here for the next 10 years, yo. Yo. So Leon. He's going to be Tib Popovich soon. He's going to be here forever. Yeah. <laughs> Tib's inspiring Curl over there. Go to State Warriors. Oh, man. He's inspiring Curl. That's a fact. Oh, no. Let's get to it, yo. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Uh, now it is time for the. Oh. Wait, my bad. It's time for the bruh, bruh picks, right? Because I don't know. Where I'm bruh picks are for people who don't know are usually the worst plays of the game. Sometimes it doesn't have to be this game. Sometimes it could be another game. And sometimes it doesn't even have to reference a game. It can just be something stupid, something dumb that happened or somebody said. Uh, we just point it out and we just go. Bruh. That was stupid. All right. So let's get to it. Ryan G. I know you're loading up the clip like the Medea. What, what's your <laughs> bruh picks today? 
I hate to do it because I like this dude. I think he has a great podcast. It's I entertaining knew. at times. But no, this man's about to get another bra, Gilbert Arenas. Because the other day, Bruh. this guy was basically saying how the Knicks do not have great talent evaluators and how they can't pick out that they, how, and how they can't pick out talent like a Anthony Edwards. And then this man had the nerve to mention Jalen Green as one of the top talents in the NBA when the dude has been struggling this season. Well, now another clip came out today where my man doubled down on that. Oh my god! And basically said that if the Knicks were to offer Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle in a trade for Jalen Green, the Rockets would say no. Bruh. Bruh. I'm sorry. I didn't see the rest of that clip. There was dead silence when he said that. He's sitting there with three or four people. Dead silence. Nobody agrees. Dead dead silence. So I know if I say something crazy, y'all going to stop. Bear in mind, Ebony's going to be like, I ain't on that one. Like, I ain't on. Y'all, y'all scared of yo, y'all scared of, of Gilbert that much that y'all are gonna say nothing. This is why I need this is why I need to bring Nico back, all right? Because Nico wouldn't allow that stuff to go down. <laughs> exactly. Bring back Nico. <laughs> Cause I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, yo, how can you cause I'm look, I'm not I'm not questioning Gilbert Arenas' basketball knowledge. I'm questioning he, Gilbert Arenas' basketball. <laughs> <laughs> the dude has played ball, the dude has played in the NBA. A lot of times he makes good, he makes good, um, he makes good, you know, good picks. You know, he says a lot of, you know, things that make sense when it comes to NBA basketball. But I'm like, yo, he was way far off the cliff when he said that. Because I'm like, yo, if the Rockets, if the Knicks were dumb enough to offer Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle for Jalen Green, the Rockets would get that up. What the Rockets would make that trade in a damn heartbeat because right now the Rockets are good with Udoka. Jalen Green sure. struggling as it is. If they were to add Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle to that roster with Amy with Amy Udoka as yeah. coach, nah, come on now, like like I I understand I understand defending your own takes, but come on, your 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 first original take was egregious, and then you double down on that same egregious take. Come on now, Bruh. Hall of Fame. That was crazy. Agreed. Yeah. And my next broad pick goes to resident Knicks hater Stephen A. Smith, who claims to be a Knicks fan, but he doesn't seem like it a lot of times. Because this man was on ESPN the other day complaining about the Knicks making the OG trade, saying that it doesn't move the needle, saying that the Knicks need to make a star trade for Donovan Mitchell, and basically saying that this trade doesn't, basically saying that this trade for Knicks don't mean much. Now, all of a sudden, this man tweets tonight. Talking about he's excited about the Knicks because the Knicks blew out the Sixers by 36. Like, come on, my guy. Like, the you you know that when the Knicks made that trade, it was it was a significant piece that the Knicks added to the roster. And you there chastising the Knicks didn't have the nerve to come back three days later just because they could blow out the Sixers and say that you were excited about the Knicks. Yeah. Get out of here, Bruh, my guy. Who's man is it? Who's man is it? Who man is that? That is y'all. That's y'all man's man. I can he makes me sick every time he talks. I mean, he, he makes me sick. Every time he talks about the Knicks, he makes me sick. I'm like, it's all theater, though, though. It's all theater, though. It, 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 it's theater. It, it's it Broadway. It <laughs> I'm, I'm on a new wave, and I hope everybody, maybe everybody can can join me. Um, 
I won't be retweeting anything uh Stephen A and them say, especially Gilbert, because at this at this point it has to be for clicks. Cause no way you can believe some of these takes. Uh and I'm not gonna help you get that. Uh so I, I might click on it and watch it or see or hear about it. Cause I still didn't watch that whole Gilbert Arenas clip. I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't after the first one, I couldn't do the second. That's, no, that's a fact. I watched the first 10 seconds of that clip, but I shut it off. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't watch that. I can't watch that second clip. I definitely couldn't. Cause though that definitely when my brother picks both of them, uh Stephen A and uh Gilbert. Um, because it's just like like the game of basketball doesn't need your shenanigans. There's enough shenanigans <laughs> going on in the, in it already. <laughs> you don't need to add it, you know. So that's a fact. It is what it is. But I also I have a a a, a bruh pick too. What's up? Uh, I definitely since since we just played them and he was in the building. My personal goat was in the building today. Oh, I AI. Yeah, I gotta give bruh to the seventy sixes organization. No way you got AI in your pocket. He not on a, some type of part of your team. Bruh. And he wants to be. He's begging. I want a job. I will work for you, basically. You got AI. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> nah, that's crazy. You get the bruh today for that. That's a fact. <laughs> yeah, AI working with Maxi. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> listen. <laughs> that's that's right a ball there. drop. For real. Yeah. For real. Yeah. I agree. I got a, I got a bruh pick, but first I'm going to do an oop pick. Okay. Uh, I appreciate I appreciate all y'all being so supportive. My mom uh did her knee surgery healing. She has been a warrior. She's been iHeart in the rehab center. <laughs> she walked yesterday 51 feet, which is the longest she's walked unaided in about four or five years. Let's go. Um, without a without uh cane, nothing. Just on her own. 51 steps is huge. It sounds nothing because we take life for granted and our health for granted. But for my mom. Huge, huge oopit as big bombs. Uh, bro, pick. <laughs> I'm gonna switch gears here. Jason, Jason Whitlock. <laughs> oh, what do you say now? <laughs> oh man, so, follow him on Twitter. But he uh, he, he posted a, a very boomer pick of him taking a photo of his laptop. He was on a website, he called the website out for why do you why, why do you guys have pornographic ads? Because that there's an ad. That was on the screen. <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat it because I'm trying to be more PG here lately. There's a show for kids. I want kids to be able to watch. You're right. I shouldn't mention some people I mentioned. I, I agree. So there's a porn ad, and he takes a picture uploaded to Twitter, and he's like, "Hey, at whatever company it was, why are you allowing pornographic uh, images and, and ads to be on your screen?" Oh my and, god! I mean, the quote tweets that my favorite was the Kid Miro. He's like, bro, those are targeted ads. It's based on your cookies. Like, what you're going to, it repopulates that on the websites you visit to get you to keep visiting those websites. <laughs> bro, I encourage everyone to get on Twitter and go look and see what kind of ad it was. The man has been dragged. He stood 10 toes deep in that, defending his, uh, apparently not watching porn tape. Uh, for a solid like five hours last night, it was pure enjoyment. But I was stoned on my couch, laughing my ass off at all the shenanigans. Uh, absolutely hilarious. Bum pick of the night, bro. Pick of the night, Jason Whitlock, who stays bumming. Oh man, you, you know, you know, you, you got to take the L when you get getting roasted by Domino's and stuff. Domino's, 
Domino's do? What do you say? Domino's screenshotted what, what they see on that same page. <laughs> and it was Domino's because you get what I'm saying? I, I'm going to look for my oh own my stuff. God. So when they screenshot theirs, it was just Domino's, you know, like an ad for, to visit Domino's. So you already know when you getting roasted by Domino's, you got to take that L. You so he, go, go oh high. on the screen is porn and pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I'm surprised pizza wasn't on Jason Whitlock too. One of the pizzas makes no sense. Jason Whitlock, like that's what conservatives have to like listen to about It's Jason Whitlock. Like, oh man! <laughs> All right, bro, it's hilarious. All right, bro, paper show Jason Whitlock's for not deleting these cookies, sir. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Then he tried to get all indignant about it. Like, oh, look what it, look what look what the world has become. No, look what you, you are. become. <laughs> Your mom is ashamed of you. Oh, my God. All right, it's okay, Jason. There's a lot of guys out there who watch OnlyFans, Pornhub, and all that stuff. <laughs> look, a lot of guys do it. It's okay, Jason. It's all right. You're not the only one. It's okay. It is okay. okay. <laughs> play it all, play dumb. Play it all, play dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Whitlock just does it a lot, so you know. <laughs> oh man. Oh, <sighs> all right. We're about here. Basketball and Jason Jason Whitlock. <laughs> Dates. We're about KOT. Hope you guys enjoyed the show. All right. Shout out to everybody in chat. Shout out to 19 Common, YC84, uh, JT Reddick, Alexander, Fritz, the best mod in the game. Uh, who am I missing? Who am I missing? Everybody. Humble down, everybody. If you like the show, hit that like and subscribe and share as well. We're here after every game talking that next basketball. And hopefully we see you a lot more. And hopefully we're winning a lot more. I'm hoping we go on a nine-game winning streak or something. Because we went on a nine-game winning streak around this time last year. It's about time we get another one. Once we beat the 76ers, everybody else is just food. So it's time to eat. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's go. Revenge time too for some teams. Yeah, looking for yep. me. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> All right. That's our show. That's our show. Good show, guys. Uh guys, so you know what? Let us know. Yeah. So Ebony, let us know. Let us know where you can find you, Ebony. You can find me here. Every post came. I don't fall asleep. Right here. <laughs> and uh also you can find me. Pre-game on Twitter at your take Knicks, uh every before every game. And yeah, that that that's that. Oh, Instagram. Instagram. I'm getting better, I think. Soon, yeah. soon come. I'll be my, my Instagram gonna be right. Got but it. yeah, that's it. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Lee, let him know. Let him know, Lee. You know, you can find me on Twitter uh at underscore Lee Escobedo, L-E-E-E-S-C-O-B-E-D-O, or just go to the search bar, hashtag bum. One of my threads will probably pop up. You know what? What time it is? It's book club time. Let's go. Today, I read the same river twice, honoring the difficult by the great Alice Walker, another Southern like myself, a brilliant writer, brilliant screenwriter as well. She wrote The Color Purple, the original novel, mm -hmm. and she wrote the screenplay. She's one of my favorite writers of all time. And this book is especially pertinent because the new Color Purple adaptation's out, the musical. So this is a journal, basically a journal of all of her notes that she took while she, the movie was being made and she was working alongside Quincy Jones, who was pivotal in having a movie started and made and financed and the great Steven Spielberg. 
So it's awesome conversations between her and Quincy Jones. You learn a lot about Quincy Jones' uh, background in be supporting the Black arts, especially Black theater, dance, and film. You also learn a lot about Alice Walker and what it was like to have a great novel about strong female characters adapted by a white Jewish man and the pros and cons that came along with that. It also shows why it's pertinent now for that film of his adaptation to be directed by an African-American person. But it was a miracle it not produced at all. If you read this book, you understand why and all the hardships she went through, depressive episodes and anxiety, and she didn't this movie made, and why telling the story of Celie was so important to her and having that type of character on screen by a great and brilliant Whoopi Goldberg, my favorite debut performance of all time. Shout out, great book right here, Honoring the Difficult, The Same River Twice by Alice Walker. All right, shout out. Definitely check that out. Definitely, uh, definitely. Real, real quick, I forgot because Lee just reminded me. I had, You know, I always got a prop, but I had a special book for what I think of this new Nick team right here. I don't know if y'all can see that. That's it's so dog wrong. This is go dog go. Love it. Team full of dogs. Go dog. Go dog. Go dog. Go. I had an ex who snuck to watch to like meet Alex Walker. She was obsessed with her. Yo, she like hid in the bathroom for a show and put her on a dress. And it was some some you see out of a movie. Yo, it was crazy. <laughs> but yo, Ryan G, let her know where you can find you. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan G K O T. You can also find me on Instagram at Sir G is chilling. Sir G is chilling. That is S I R G is C H I L L I N. And again, the Nick of Time show is the only Knicks podcast where you can talk Knicks basketball. I have a book club review at the end of the damn show. Let's go. Let's go. Way but here, nowhere. All right, <laughs> all right. Yeah, you can find us at the KLT Show on Twitter, the Nick and Time on Show on Instagram, and Nick Time Show on Facebook. Also, everywhere you can find a podcast, listen to us, Nick and Time Show. Listen to us at work. Listen to us in the car. We on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher as well. So definitely go and do that. Leave a review, five stars. Her, right? Thank you, thank you guys for watching. I enjoy you guys. Uh, we will be back tomorrow talking Knicks versus Wizards and potential backup point guards. All right. So shout out to you guys. And as always, shout out the World Wide West. Everywhere we go, we leave a worldwide mess. The out here in these Knicks YouTube streets. That's our show. We out this mug. Peace. York, New York, big city of dreams. I'm coming, coming, I'm coming straight out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. NYC.